0: Good
1: morning, good evening, good night, wherever or whoever you may be. I'm Alan Arante, and this is The Recluse Podcast. Today's guest is Joshua Jenkins, otherwise known as Chemo the Pianist and Black Beethoven on Instagram. He is a musician based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He attended Westchester University and has even auditioned for Berklee College of Music. Joshua has performed on the streets of Philly in order to promote classical music in the inner city. In this conversation, we talk about the century-long debate about whether Beethoven was black or not and what that would mean. Joshua recalls first learning the keyboard on the Miracle Piano Super Nintendo game when he was a kid. He describes his writing process today and his new classical hip-hop blend titled 808s and Forte. And towards the end of the conversation, Joshua discusses his optimism and and his doubt for the upcoming Biden and Harris presidency. He describes what's been going on in Philly in the last few months as a result of the killing of George Floyd and, recently, the killing of Walter Wallace Jr. Joshua describes the influence that his parents have had on his life and how they have shaped him into who he is today. So, without further delay, this is a portrait of Joshua Jenkins.
0: I have thought that over a lot and I've come to con- to the conclusion that yes, to, it, it's, it's like, you know, in, in the society, we call it the one drop rule and Obama's half and half, but he's black to everybody. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and so and that's how society interacts with us. Um, and the only time that that doesn't occur is when, it, I don't know who they are, but, you know, in terms of Jesus, they try to change their race. You know, mm. I mean? and so and so, you know, it doesn't occur when they try to bend it to to benefit whatever their narrative is or whatever the narrative might be at the time. And then so, um, you know, he, he, I'm thinking he was mixed because I'm mixed. I'm part Korean, mm. uh, and wow. so, um, you know, and 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 I, and I think at that time is again it was the one drop rule. Yeah, he he might have not been fully black, but he was definitely super dark, dark enough to where. That was a lot of that was a thing a lot of people noticed. I mean, he, and he wasn't that attractive either. I mean, he was, just, he was just some, you know, like some from the description from everything that I read, some just weird, short looking black dude. Um, and then while he was alive, um, I'm pretty certain that uh, he didn't have any paintings commissioned of him, he only had a clay figure, I think, commissioned for him and something else, but he really didn't like seeing himself, as far as I can tell.
1: Wow. Suppose that it were um, just made a fact, you know, some new evidence comes out and it's just an undisputed fact. What What do you think that would change about uh, music and classical music and perception and history? What do you think would uh, change if that were a given fact?
0: Okay, so the optimist in, in me would say it would change a lot. Short answer um i'm on the fence i'm kind of thinking nothing would change <laughs> only seriously because it's it's not like i mean Jesus could have been a lot of different. Reasons. You can just, just take it back to that, because that's a super perfect example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he definitely does not. He definitely just wasn't that pale or that white. He just wasn't. There's, <laughs> no, it's, there's no way. There's no way that's possible. But nobody cares. <laughs> you see what I'm mm. I mean? like? Nobody cares. And they push their own narrative despite what they already know. How do you go against that? Yeah, yeah, because I started playing um, at, like, uh, I don't know, 9 or 10. And it was because of a video game called The Miracle for the piano. I mean, for Super (laughs) Nintendo. The Miracle Piano for Super Nintendo. (laughs) And uh, it taught you the basics of piano. And my parents bought the game for my brother. It came with a 67-key piano and the game it was pretty amazing at the time it was actually super duper innovative for that time (laughs) i don't think anything's come out since then like it it was literally you pop in the super nintendo game and and you plug in you literally plug in the keyboard to the super nintendo and i'm like wow and so the first song on there was ode to joy wow yeah (laughs) and, and um Interestingly enough, though, uh, I knocked that one out the park, but I moved on from that. And actually, after Ode to Joy, after that first one, I didn't circle back to Beethoven until late later in my life. You know? mm. And so, um, yeah, so my whole middle period, I wasn't doing any Beethoven at all, like none, 0%. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's interesting. So when you your musical journey really is almost an accident, it's not like your parents, you know, put you into lessons when you were four or five, six. Uh, It sort of just unfolded organically, it sounds like through a Super Nintendo.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. By accident. (laughs) I had no nobody because that game at the time is nobody really knows what it is now. It's kind of flew under the radar. And, you know, it was just sitting around at the house. Nobody was playing it. And I'm like, well, what is this? And then um, I was like, oh, I'm kind of nice at this. <laughs> 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 and then, um, and that was it. And then now we're here.
1: Had you uh, eventually gotten into formal lessons your parents had noticed? Wow. You know, he's actually kind of doing this thing. Uh, ha- have you had formal lessons?
0: Uh, I only had it one time in college at Westchester and my, but I mean, at that time it was almost a moot point. Um, you just needed a professor to, you just need one. I, you know, I mean, it wasn't a moot point. Let me say that. Cause it's impossible to master any instrument. Let me say that. Mm. And then, and then, so I had Ms. Kleinfelter and so she put me on to a whole mm-hmm. bunch of new song, new songs <laughs> and things like that. And so, um, but before that, that was no, not before or after it's just been me, myself and I other than that.
1: Wow. So, uh, you had mentioned college, so it sounds like you graduated high school. Did you go to a music college or a community or a state college university? Uh, What did you end up getting into?
0: all of them my college <laughs> journey my college journey's is hilarious <laughs> uh, and so I graduated from high school from frankfurt high school and um so my brother went the funny story my brother went to st joe's high school and he graduated from penn state main campus uh dean's list man he's a wow. computer science yeah 4.0 everywhere and then so um uh, they was like, yeah, Josh, you can go to St. Joseph's Prep. Um, you can get in automatically because your brother's in there. I'm like, all right, let me go check it out. So I went to go check it out with them on a college tour, and I decided to go to Frankfurt. <laughs> mm. I was, you know, I'm like, because uh, my brother came home with his suits every day and the ties, and I saw him <laughs> doing homework 24-7. I'm just like, mm. I went to the super most hood school ever, yo. <laughs> And and so I graduated from Frankfurt, and then a Westchester is um. It, I mean, it's it is a music college, but a lot of people don't really know it. Um, musically ranking is 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 pretty solid. I mean, you mm. don't. I mean, you don't. You like the things like Berkeley and Juilliard are obviously in their own category. Right. Um, Yeah. Right. Right. But outside of that, um, they're up there. And then um, as I was leaving there, they uh, built a new music school um, next to their old one. And I don't know how many stories it is, but it had like all new grand pianos in it and and new everything. And so um, because the music program was getting a little buzz, I guess. And they got some, and so, um, and so they're a pretty solid music school. I met some really, really solid pianists over there. Um, uh, really, really good opera singers over there. Extremely good opera singers over there. I mean, the music program over there, I liked it. Um, I only applied to Westchester and somewhere else. Um, I did mm. audition for Berkeley in the past, and little bastards turned me down. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's tough.
0: Yeah, no you know what no it's not cuz let me tell you why cuz I killed that shit and I got a standing ovation from the whole crowd so I was I was good with <laughs> my results. You know what I mean? so so be, so during the audition process at Berkeley this is a little uh tangent I'm sorry but I want to get the good. story out there cuz Cause, cause Berkeley they, they mm. so um we during the audition process we're all sitting in the lobby and are call the name for your audition and it goes up on the screen. You go to the waiting area, then they take you up to the room. And so they call my name. Boom, well, I go through the audition, Boom! take me to the room. And then I come down and I'm finished. And so I go back into the waiting area and I'm waiting in there and I see all the professors upstairs. They're, they're at the top. Um, they're on the top level. There's two levels, bottom level, top level. So all the professors and everybody at the top level, I saw the people that I had played for up there and all the crowd, and everybody sitting in there, and there's an empty grand piano on stage. So my dad's like, well, go play some Beethoven. I'm like, all right. And so while the music, background music is playing, I just hop up on stage and I play Beethoven F minor opus 2 and oh. i play, and and that's that piano was extremely nice and that was and this <laughs> is right at this is right after their jazz pianist was just on there and he was solid he was a really nice jazz pianist he was but he's not messing with no beethoven and so you know uh uh i hop with that and then so i finished the song and then um everybody's like, whoa, you know, and I'm, I'm really happy. Like, okay, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And then I made friends with a couple of uh uh guys and girls in there and the moms and dads and so they're like oh man i'm like yeah you're definitely gonna get in you're a shoe in. i'm like oh really you think so i'm like yeah all the refreshes up there everybody's clapping oh it's a good time and shit i'm like oh wow <laughs> yo <laughs> and they, they sent me the email i'm like these little bastards i was just like you know so what didn't know.
1: they like
0: what what happened <laughs> I don't even know. It was so generic. It just said, it just said, no, it literally was like two lines. Like they didn't even give a fuck. I'm like, wow.
1: So you, it's
0: interesting. You started, I
1: wouldn't say you started music late, but for how good you are, I would think, like I said, Oh, you know, lessons and starting at four years old. Um, what, what do you think of when you think of music you would hear as a child, um, were there genre particular genres or groups that your mom and dad would play when you were a kid?
0: that you can still remember? <laughs> um, My dad, and I guess my mom because of my dad, uh, a crap ton of earth, wind and fire. <laughs> like a whole bunch. I know every song. Um, you know, you know, a lot of the class, you know, my dad loves Tyrese, you know, the Michael Jack, you know, all the black people songs, man, (laughs) come on, you know, the black people songs. (laughs) (laughs) But outside of that, though, um, my dad also uh, did buy a piano, uh, before he had my brother, he bought a little 30 key piano. And then, so he did attempt and he was trying Mm-hmm. And um my and my mom was at Cheney College and she was a model there and she was running track. Wow. Yeah, and then so they had met up, had my brother and you know, all that pretty much got put on hold. <laughs> yeah, so so um, go ahead.
1: So when you hear like an earth wind and fire song or just some song that your dad used to play by Tyrese or Michael Jackson, What does, do you get a feeling inside? Are you instantly teleported to when you were six, seven? Or is it sort of, you know, how do you uh, experience music that you used to hear when you were a kid?
0: um i literally teleport is a good word i i pretty much leave the planet (laughs) i'm gone yeah i mean uh and and it doesn't help that i uh love to dance as well (laughs) like yeah man like like the song comes on and it's like you want to moonwalk or something it's like you don't want to but you can't help it I don't know, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, uh, and then, <laughs> and, and and then like certain songs give you certain colors, you know, and mm. like, I, I, like, they make me feel and see certain colors, and so like, you know, depending on how I'm feeling, you know, I like, I like the songs that make like the one song I'm on now is like kind of a bluish purple tint, you know what mm. I mean? And, and so that, that you know, that that's kind of like a chill vibe right there, you know what I mean? I, yeah, go ahead.
1: I noticed, uh, just flipping through your social media that, uh, you know, you dance and you're obviously a musician. Um, you're, you, to me, you, you strike me as an eccentric person, like not in a bad way, not in a weird way. You, you seem like you're interested in, in more than one thing. Um, how, when you were in school, like grade school, K to to high school, um, What was your social status in school? Were you seen as weird? Were you popular? (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: One of those smart kids? You know, if you had to box yourself in, what kind of kid were you in in school?
0: Um, Ironically, I was almost all of those things. And Mm -hmm. um, I'll take eccentric as a compliment. You know, it's (laughs) it's, it's weird because um, for the longest time, I couldn't understand why... um, uh, the saying that um, I'm not black enough for the black people, but too black for the white people, because I get the same looks from everybody. Wow, <laughs> and it, I didn't catch you on to it until like until like we're way later. I was always in my own world, and so <laughs> like and and so in school, now that you and that you mentioned that um, the teachers used to call my parents a lot. And it wasn't for mm. bad reasons, because um, I was an a b student all the way up until I had girlfriends and and so I was always a really, really good student, and so they was like, <laughs> yeah josh, it was like he does all his homework and, <laughs> and, he, and he and he and he and he behaves well, but They were like, he never talks. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, all I would do, I would just sit back and observe everything, man. Because I would be sitting back. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what are y'all doing? And I'm just like, so many things didn't make sense. I'm just like, wow. I'm just looking back. I still do it now. I sit back and look at the world. I'm just like, you people are still (laughs) racist. Y'all still believe in this? After how long? I'm just like, what is going mm. on? And so I've always been like that, but now I've become more accustomed to interacting with the world. But as a kid, I wasn't <laughs> having it. I ain't say shit to nobody.
1: Mm. What about now? I wonder. I I'm. I would go as far is saying that I'm cultured enough to realize that the question I'm about to ask is a uh, stupid it's a it's a dumb question sort of so I don't want it to sound cutting um you know I've seen pictures of you where you have like a backwards hat you know you got the cool like stylish jeans and right. you know and, and you're a black man by all appearances have are people sometimes shocked by your talent like whoa look at this guy you know if you're playing mm-hmm. piano and they didn't know that about you are people ever shocked or is the world different where that's not, you know, the way you look isn't even a factor.
0: Mm, um, it would be naive to think that the world is that advanced in their psyche. You mean mm-hmm. 71 million people just voted for Trump.
1: <laughs> so, you yeah. see what I'm
0: saying? So mm-hmm. no, every, every, everybody's always still blown away. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate it. And I, I didn't even really know, um, what I was doing. I mean, again, I was always in my own world, and I was just playing piano just to play it. I didn't, didn't, I didn't really think about anything about it. It's just like, hey, there's a piano, I'm gonna play it, and then I didn't have any plans. I still, I barely have any plans now. I still have almost the same attitude. I'm like, shit, I want to play piano, let me play it. <laughs> and it's that, and, and it, but it's that simple. People try to complicate it. It really is that simple. Mm. And so, um, um, I had this one parent of oh, my student, I teach piano as well. Oh, okay, And cool. I was, I, I was teaching his daughter Beethoven, um, of course. And, um, he was like, hmm, Beethoven. <laughs> and he looks at he looks at me and I had to give him a pass. He was an older white gentleman. <laughs> I was cracking up and he was like, hmm. You look like you play jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
1: man.
0: I was like, you know what? You know what, man? I do play jazz. Look, listen. Because <laughs> I can. You know what I mean? I was just like, you guys. I just couldn't say anything. So I was like, you're mm. mm. paying me to teach your daughter. I was like, I'll give you a pass, man. You're not going to change at this point. <laughs> but you might. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, it was, it was just funny because, uh, yeah, I just seen a couple of photos of you where you're like, uh, you know, you're just kind of hip looking. So for you to sit down, and all of a sudden start playing, you know, Moonlight Sonata, Third Movement or something, or, right, or the, right. you know, and then I, I mean, I would be blown away at anybody doing that because of how um, insane the like classical music can get. But I, yeah, mm-hmm. I was just curious that people Absolutely. look at you and say, you know, hey, why aren't you playing uh, Dre or something on here? You know, just because you you have that hip hop look in some of your photos.
0: Right. Yeah. You no. Know, it, it's almost it, it. It's it's on purpose, but it's not because I really do dress like that because it's, mm-hmm. it's. But I could, you know, I dress every type of way. Again, I like, you know, I can, and I got some. I got the whole tailpiece suit with the whole <laughs> uh, the the nice ass button up with the gold buttons. Um, you know what I mean? mm-hmm. If I want to get cleaned up, I can get classy as the classiest <laughs> person. You know what I mean. But you know, uh, uh, a lot of who I am is mm-hmm. is a lot is is from the city. You know, I mean, it's from Philly. It's mm-hmm. from growing up in that environment. You know what I mean. My parents growing up in that environment it shapes you a certain way. You know what I mean. Yeah. And 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 just because you know you know they have the you know for one reason or another. You know, people have this view of the people. You know, just I guess it just anybody in general. Stereotypes are everywhere, dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> and, and 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 you know, to certain people, we just like fuck those stereotypes, and we just <laughs> unchange, you know what I mean? That's just what yeah, really
1: yeah. Is. No, I like, uh, and I mean, I I feel like I see it in you. You know, you're. It, it's really cool how um, it looks like you're you're purposefully shattering some of those uh, stereotypes. Um, and, and it's awesome. It's, you know, I, I see, I try to practice thank you, this, Thank you. you know, we all have biases and I, you know, we often don't see our own biases. Um, but oh, I think maybe that's people,
0: very true. I agree.
1: <laughs> like people, uh, well, how old are you? Are you, are you, yeah, how old are you? I'm 30. I am 31. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering if people our age are a little bit more in tune, you know, just with like the musical culture, it sort of forces Mm -hmm. us to, um, be diverse, I guess. Um,
0: Because again, being a musician, the worst thing you can do is to listen to one type of music mm, That, that that's like a smack in the face to God. Like he gives you all of this music and you only listen to the one type. Like, like that's uh-huh. blasphemy, man. And so, um, I've, I've over the years fallen in love with all different types of music, and my top favorites are hip hop and classical. You know, what mm. I mean? and and you know they, 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 they kind of put me in the same moods. You know what mm. I mean? And they're pretty intense because hip hop can get real intense, and classical can get real intense. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and then. I'm, I, and i'm a, you know i'm a real laid back person but when it comes to music i get i, I need it super duper intense or like on a tr- i need it on a trillion you know what i mean and not too many genres really really go there mm. and so yeah it's a, it's just a straight blend um and you uh, know i make beats all the time and i was like well let me make mm. a classical beat over it again i, I it's just keep things simple you know I like playing piano I like making beats let me just make a classical hip-hop beat real quick and then you know
1: and how did uh um, because I listened to the whole thing there are a lot of parts a lot of moving parts and a lot of sections how did you write it did you like you know have a piece of paper and say okay here's the intro here's the the next part here's the next part here's the next part or did you kind of just free Free flow and just memorize it and record it in you know each part in one go. H- how did you write that song? Because it's pretty complicated.
0: Oh, um, it's more of the latter. It mm. uh, more of a when I play piano and I um, I'm doing my compositions. Uh, it's mostly freestyle. Uh, I love improvising just because you don't never know what's going to be next. And mm. and um and so I'll just improvise for a while until something hits me in the soul, like deep, deep in the soul I has to hit a certain way. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's it. And then but the test, the test is the next day I will come back to it. So I'll make mm. a bunch of things and I'll listen to it the next day. And if it doesn't hit me the same way, <laughs> then, I, then I trash it. I literally throw it in the trash. And then, wow. but if it does, if it does, then I'll keep it. But I don't, I don't, I only notate it afterwards. Most of this I make on Reason and Pro Tools. So when I went to go audition for Westchester, mind you, I'm a terrible sight reader. I'm okay now, <laughs> but in in terms of how I play, you would think I read sheet music pretty well. But I so I went to go I went to go audition at Westchester, and. Um, uh, ironically enough, I had to audition at Westchester twice. The first time I failed because I didn't know, I didn't know sight singing was a part of the audition process. And I'm a terrible singer and I'm like, well, I don't know how to sight sing. And well, she was wow. like, "Well, now you gotta try. You're here." I'm like, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" She was like, "Well, here, here's this note. Sing it." I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and so I had to brush up on my singing, dude. I'm like, "Wow, this is crazy." <laughs> and so, um, so second time I went back, you know, I got past that part and did all that. And so the first part was a theory test. I aced that and then So I get to the very end and I play my pieces. And like, all oh, amazing people. Blah, blah, blah. And so sort they're of like, all right, very last part of the test. Here, read the sheet music. And so they put it up there. And dude, I'm, uh, I'm like super duper slow. And mm. they're like, they're so dumbfounded. They were like, <laughs> wait. They were like, can you read sheet music? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, obviously I can. It just doesn't sound like the song because I'm playing it so slow. And they were like, oh. And then so they were like, well, let me see the sheet music to the songs that you played. And then I handed it to them. And it's like 50 mm. pages long. You know wow. what I mean? They were like, how did you read all of this? I'm like, the same way I'm doing it now. Really, really slow. <laughs> and, and they were just like, oh man. And they were, and so they debated for like 20 minutes. And they were like, "We gotta let you in because of how you can play." They was like, "Wow, but, yeah." Mm-hmm. But there was like, there was like, other than we, we couldn't do it. You can't sight read like that. It was like, "You gotta get better." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Damn!" Oh my. <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's one of them things. It, it, it's a little tricky, and you know, you can apply it a little. You know, what I mean, as long as you love the music, it literally that's the only thing that matters. When when I played for I played New Year's for um this Buddhist temple that I attend, um
1: mm. they
0: uh, it's a it's um called uh, uh it's Wan Buddhism it's just a, a new school Buddhist temple but it literally has like every every like race under the sun over there There's people over mm. there and all we, all we do is go over there and chill but I went over there because I saw they had a piano in there I'm like oh hmm. snap they got a piano in the <laughs> middle of the temple let me go play. And so I'm over there playing. It was like, oh, it was like, who are you? I was like, where? I'm like, what is this place? And then, um, and so, um, we developed a relationship from there. And um, I, I always go there just a relax getaway. Um, you can go in there and just sleep. They'll let you sleep in there for no reason at all. And so I'll go in there, play the piano, sleep, eat some strawberries or something. Wow. And then, yeah, and then bounce it because you no, know, it's, it's like super peaceful over there. And then, so on New Year's when I was playing. I played New Year's for the congregation. It was a Korean congregation and American congregation, so it was a few hundred people in there. It was pretty. It was pretty crowded. I played Beethoven. Ironically, again, Ode to Joy because I was it was hmm. an ode to the new. It was it was an ode to the New Year. But I did it like super twenty twenty style. Um, <laughs> and then so I had finished that, and um, one of the ladies they come up to me afterward, and um, she was a like, harmonie. Is what they say in Korean, grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Hamoni, she came up to me and she was like, oh, she was like, I didn't even know you play piano. She was like, you're so humble. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said to me. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I don't really. I was like, I only play or talk about it if people ask about it or if they want me to. Other than that, you know, I'm working Airbnb, you know, helping around. that. I'm doing regular mm. shit, you know what I mean? Right, I right. Me to, you know what I mean, and then so you know, even talking about it's something I had to get used to. Because again, I had the same, I had the same feeling you have. I seriously do. But it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a fight against it's a fight against yourself, man. That's mm-hmm. all it is—a battle, mind games. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you see a difference in the different keys? So, com- say you play F sharp uh, major compared to uh, I don't know uh, C major. Do you think there is a difference? Um, in, in the different keys or does that really only matter to uh perfect pitch people?
0: No, 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 no. They definitely invoke different feelings depending on where mm-hmm. you at on the piano and depending on what key you in. Because um, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it comes, it, it really comes down to like, you don't want to sound too like, esoteric or in or too eccentric or too any far over there but like the frequencies and then the and then the Mm. binaural effects and the things like that you know what i mean it's you know they they so certain keys you know they they only mess around with these certain frequencies most of the time so then you get that feeling right right you go to a different keys messing around with these uh the the overtones are different so now it's a Mm. little bit and so every key, uh, I, I definitely uh, change keys depending on how I'm feeling. And then um, certain certain songs only sound good in certain keys. And, <laughs> and, and, and I, I think, to be honest, I think F minor is one of the craziest keys. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Um, there's so many songs in F minor. It's just something about F minor. All the composers... Like, a lot of the F minor songs are just out of control. And I'm just and like, what is it about? I don't know.
1: And is that is the relative major uh, A? A flat. Oh, A flat. Oh, God, that is weird.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're in F minor, so it has four flats. And so A flat mm. major would be the major. Mm. F minor would be the minor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we do what's some theory talk. Yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> what's what's uh,
0: your favorite key?
1: Do you have a favorite key or are you so broad that there's no such thing as a favorite key
0: for you? Yeah, It does get like that sometimes. I, I think it fluctuates from year to year. And I, I think it also depends on the compositions that I make that year. And so, uh, like last year, my favorite key was B flat minor. Mm. Um, but, but this year it changed <laughs> again to F minor, but F minor is a constant <laughs> favorite. Um, but then, um, uh, E-flat major is always a really good one. Oh, you know what else it is, Alan? I'll tell you what else mm. it is, too. Um, so, all right. I don't know if I should tell you this. My, <laughs> weakest, my, my weakest key is B minor. Mm. Now, yeah. A um, lot of sharps in that? No, it's only two sharps. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's the way the scale just feel so a lot of keys and a lot of songs come down to how natural it feels on the fingers Mm -hmm. and here's a here's a here's a a music geek story mozart used to teach his students the key of b major first and not c because b has all the five sharps and your hand lays naturally on the piano on the sharps and the thumb on the white key and so mm. B major is the most natural feeling key on the piano, and so I would teach that to his students first to get them the natural feel of going up and down on the piano, rather than the other keys.
1: Mm.
0: And so, um, so a lot of it comes down to feeling. You know, I don't be feeling B minor too much. It's, it's, it feels weird. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my band, I don't know, maybe it was a year or two ago. We used to play, uh, I think, God, I think my buddy was in like C standard or something on his guitar. So, okay. we would. so we would, I, and I don't, I forget how it translates. I can't remember the court, the, uh, scales, not scales. I can't remember the keys we would play in as a result of that, but whatever mm-hmm. they were, were very difficult for me to play. You know, on guitar, yeah. it just feels the same. You know, the C chord is going to feel... Or not C chord, but the C position chord. Yeah, it's going to feel the same all the time. Right. Yep. So, like, it didn't matter to the stringed players. But for keys, I'm like, oh, my God. It's, like, the hardest key to play in. It's, like, not natural. <laughs> and I can't remember... <laughs> I want to, yeah, I can't even remember what, but there was a lot of black keys. And I just remember thinking like, dude, like this is, my hands are all scrunched up trying to play these yeah, uh, right, chords.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, we're in
1: standard now again. And now I'm getting to do a lot of simple stuff. But uh, okay. they they didn't quite understand. I think they, I don't know. I wondered if they thought I was just kind of bad or, you know, because none of them played keys. So they didn't know. If we
0: know. Well, what the thing about playing piano is, is, you know, we make it look easier than it is mm. but if you mm. if you break it if you break it down unlike like so for guitar um again it's it's really only the trouble class it's only the one hand right? Nice. It's, two, it, it's two hands to achieve the one thing um mm-hmm. and and every string instrument violin cello again same thing two hands to achieve the one note um mm. trumpet everything else is usually you know one top two notes you know guitar, you can throw some chords in there, you know. But again, it's just the one hand. And then so, but on piano, you literally have like ten fingers doing ten different things. <laughs> um, and 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 it's not and hold up. And and then also they're in different rhythms. Most of everything else, all the other instruments, both hands are in rhythm, you know, mm. because they're, achie- they're achieving the one thing on piano. The left right. hand has to achieve something different than the right hand. And mm-hmm. then so sometimes it just be like, "What the hell is going on in my brain?" And you just <laughs> not put it together. And like, it's just the trickiest thing. I still go through it it's on certain songs. I'm just like, "These." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "How did they achieve this? This? This is weird."
1: Walter Wallace Jr. was shot and killed by Philly police. I'm sure you're aware. He was having a mental health crisis and had a knife in his hand when police arrived and so his killing fueled yet another community uprising, the first occurring after the killing of George Floyd in May. What's been going on in Philly? I know you're down there um what you know where wh- what has been going on
0: it's 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 crazy down in philly it really is um I mean, I had to get out of Philly. Yesterday, the day before, like super quick, I was driving on the road and it felt like Armageddon was happening. Like, dude, cars were crashing everywhere. I went to like three, like two or three different three car accidents. Cops are everywhere on every corner. Everything's boarded up. Dude, it's wild. Wow. It is, yeah, it is insane to be down in Philly right now. It's like nothing is certain, man. All the streets are jacked up every i mean uh it's still it's, right now still yeah man it's just it's a it's a wild and 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 you know you know the, the Walter Wallace and situations like that obviously they don't make it any better you mm. know and, and it's just like you don't even know what to do at this point it's right It's just gotta kind of let it play itself out
1: Yeah. Do you feel, you know, obviously we thought like this year has just been insane, Um, obviously uh, with uh, being sparked. uh, Well, not everything that's going on in in the world, but also, but namely with this, with our country, um, obviously the killing of George Floyd uh, fueled a lot of uprising. I'm here in Southern California. There was Mm -hmm. big protests out here. Every major city, there's protests. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, what does it feel like? And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people feel like it's old news. But no, I mean, God, a man, Walter Wallace Jr. Just he was just killed on just at the end of October. That wasn't that long ago. So no, it's not old news. But no, you know, no, you're, no. A, you're a you're a a black man, and you and actually, what did you say earlier? You said that um, you're you're like half and half of stuff, and that you don't well, you feel twenty
0: five and seventy five. Yep. Oh, okay. And my, dad, my, and my dad is half and half.
1: Okay, and so that get, that puts you in a an interesting position where. You're not, I mean, as if it matters. I I don't even know that it matters, you know, on on the, you know, I don't know that I care that much about race, but. No, I don't either. I
0: promise you I don't.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I didn't think you did, but I wonder though, (laughs) there's still this weird, I imagine there's this weird pressure that you might feel, you know, being partly black and partly something else and all this stuff revolving around race and black men being, Gunned down in the street for doing things that other people are doing, um, or doing things that require uh, psychological help, not freaking police intervention. Right, um, right. Exactly. So, how, so given that position that you have in this world, um, how, how do you feel about it? Do you feel conflicted? Are you? Do you know exactly how you feel about these issues? What's going on in your mind uh, this year because of all these race issues that are occurring?
0: Uh, it is definitely um a battle. It's, it's literally like a back and forth thing, um, like a love hate relationship with like it's it's just so back and forth. And so, um, you know, again, being you know being mixed race, it's I had the uh, unique opportunity to kind of. Uh, look at everything from like a bird's UI and step outside of myself. Mm. I was I wasn't tied down to any one group or anything, you know what I mean. And so I kind of got to step back and see the whole picture. And um, and then so th- this is why we go back. This is why I go back and forth. You know, like we said earlier. No, I don't care about race. You don't care about race. It's this is weird construct. I mean, it has its purposes somewhere. Maybe I don't know, um, but it's it's not something that again that I think that is is rel- or useful for really anything. Mm. Um, it, it really doesn't. It hasn't really helped us really any to this point. Um, acknowledging it really. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and again, what does it really matter at the end of the day? It's, it comes secondary to being human. And so, if mm. you keep focusing on this, that, then you lose what the real thing is, which is being human.
1: Right. And right. So,
0: but then also, so that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we're all human, you know. This is rock. So why. This is why. Earlier, I, why early I didn't, when I started in talking to school, I was observing. I'm like, you know, everybody's killing each other for these stupid reasons. Nobody's getting along for very petty reasons. Everybody's doing all of these things that don't make any sense um so i'm just like well whatever i'm just like i don't agree with that so you know i don't act like you know but then in reality that's how the world is right and then so in the reality is that they that they, they i mean i get pulled over every three months dude like my license gets suspended. Wow. Like every, yeah, like, like I get pulled no. over and like go I gotta go to traffic court. And like it just <laughs> ridiculous. and I, and, I, and I live out in the suburbs, and they've pulled they've pulled me over for some of the most ridiculous things. <laughs> i was just like, wow, dude! I have no accidents on my record, and I don't have any. Like my wow. my driving record is clean, except for the fact that they they stopped me for the tailpipe hanging too low. For they said they ran the place, and the my work truck came up stolen from New York. I was like, which was what? a lie. Obviously, but I'm like, why? I'm like, that was a far ass reach for a lie. You could have said something (laughs) more simple than that. I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. (laughs) In in reality, right? I have to deal with those things. And then so, Mm. you know, and, and you see how the world is and you know it treats black people like that but you can go to Mm. china and chinese people are treating chinese people like that that blows Mm. my mind that makes zero sense to me but it's the reality of things and so Mm. you know it's kind of just like oh man why do you even want to interact with the world everybody's stupid but then you're like shit you have to what else you gonna do
1: (laughs) yeah so, what do you? What are your opinions on? Because I've seen some photos. Um, I think even just the recent, uh, up, I'll just call it uprising for lack of better terms. Uh, just mm-hmm. at the end of October and early November in uh, Philly, uh, it seems like there's been a lot of vandalism and looting and uh, destruction. Yep. Um, what, what's your view on that? Do you think it's uh, it's needless uh, violence? Do you feel like it's justified? do you understand the frustration that those people are feeling or do you think it's just opportunistic? What's your view in general on, on that issue?
0: Um, I think very first thing, uh, is one of the things that you said is to understand and to also have some type of empathy or sympathy. And I say that because, um, no, obviously the very first initial reaction is be like, all right, that's dumb as shit. Like, why the fuck are you in the stores that you gonna go shop at tomorrow and it's gonna be boarded up, dude? <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but that's only because, that's only because And and as a black man, as a black boy growing up, is the the black boys are probably the most ignored group in America, Mm. and 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 black mental health for men, and then and then I even put it to a point for some to somebody else. I was like, I don't even know when's the last time any single one politician said the phrase "black boys." Like, do they eat? Mm -hmm. Like, they're like talking past and around them all the time, Mm. and so. And then so they don't feel like they own anything. Everybody's ignoring them. And then also there's still, you know, with the history of oppression and slavery and you know, all that shit on top of it, they just like fuck it. We don't own this shit. We don't give a fuck. We just do like who cares anymore. Y'all all been lying to us about this justice and this freedom of opportunity. <laughs> all been lying to us this whole time. This shit is of y'all all frauds. And that's what's going through their minds, but nobody can really get there because you had to lift that to really kind of understand. And it's really not going to stop only until systemic racism is addressed. You know what I mean? And then also, it's, it, you know, it kind of falls on black people too. We got to fix our own community as well, man. The mindset in our community is pretty terrible in Philly. Mm. And so, you know, I don't know how or what we gotta do to fix that. Everybody's been trying so many different things. But, you know, still a lot of crabs in the barrel mentality, you know what I mean? Still a lot of black yeah. people shoot shooting each other over dumbass hundred dollar drug crimes and shit. Like it just makes zero sense. And then so, you know, it's just and that's why again I go back and forth, you know what I mean. Now you can say systemic racism. You can say all these things. You know what I mean. But I can go down to Philly right now. It'll be cops everywhere, probably because a black person killed a black person over some dumb shit. You know what I mean. And it's just like it's just like that. We gotta fix at the same time that we want to fix systemic racism. You can't fix one and not fix the other. You can't mm-hmm. say hey, Black Lives Matter, but then you know not to black people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, they they got to get fixed at the same time. Do you consider yourself a patriot? Um, yeah, yeah, I like I like the term patriot, although I don't like the New England Patriots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I am an Eagles fan. We beat the Eagles, and then but and then <laughs> patriot Patriot has like a weird connotation to me sometimes. Um, hmm. only, you know, because the Patriot Act was terrible.
1: And right, then,
0: you know, they use that word a lot of times to in in the wrong way, and so, but you know, all of the the original meaning of patriot, you know, I love America, you know what I mean? It, it's it's an amazing country, even with all its flaws, mm. you know what I mean? And, and yeah, that's what I told that's what I told my best friend last night. He was a little down on himself. And I was like, dude, I'm like, it's still the land of opportunity, man. I'm like, it is still possible. It's a little bit harder. We just got to survive long enough to do it. You know what I mean? I was like, it's still an amazing country.
1: Are you hopeful for a, um, excuse the the echo there. Are you hopeful for a Biden-Harris
0: presidency? Yeah, hopeful is a good word. Um, oh, I'm a little hopeful, uh, you know. Again, I'm I'm always optimistic, but then uh, huh. uh, the only thing that I is kind of making me like, hmm, is um, <laughs> uh, again, you gotta. It's, it's like okay, so Joe Biden, right? He's he's announced all you know day one plans and executive orders, and I think um one of my favorite activists uh uh he had mentioned the same thing and i was thinking the same thing and sean king is his name i don't, I don't know if you know sean mm. king
1: yeah yeah um, I, not too much about him but i've heard of him
0: yeah, yeah yeah definitely and so you know we're all like you know we're reading his day one plans and his executive orders you got a stack of them and all this all that <laughs> and it says nothing there about systemic racism we're like well what the fuck was this election about we're just like you know what i mean <laughs> It is just like, yo, it's like, come on now. You're going to come in on day one and not address anything about race. You're going to come in on day one and do what? Uh, I, can, I mean, you can do a lot of things, but if you skip on that on the first day, then I kind of, like, the, the hope is really ain't there. Like, if, if, the, if that isn't the first, because that isn't, America cannot get past where it's at because right, right. of racism because of this problem. And if they keep perpetuating it, it's going to eat America alive.
1: What are some things that you admire about your dad that you would like to be like and that you hope someday you become? Um, And you can answer the same question about your mom too.
0: Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's a combination of my mom and dad um, who I had to abstractly take what I learned from them and apply it to piano. And I believe that is the only way that I have achieved uh, the level of playing that I am at. Um, because again, I, when I didn't have a teacher, almost, I mean, I didn't learn much from school. I went to the, I went to a bunch of inner city schools, we didn't learn much. A lot of my teachers were on sabbatical for two years. Uh, a bunch of substitute teachers. I, I literally only had a music teacher in high school. Like, I literally went through high school only learning music. Every other class wow. was a blur, dude. Everything else was a blur. Nobody, so nobody taught anything in that school. It was crazy. Teachers were fighting the students. We were rioting <laughs> in the lunch. We were rioting in the lunchroom every other month, man. It was wow. Uh, it, was, uh, it was crazy, um, and then so, uh, and then Mr. Parisi was my only the only uh, teacher in there, music teacher. Thank goodness, um, he was he was super nice. He played every single instrument, and he was like, "Oh, you're wow. good at piano. You should join band." I was like, "All right, bet I'm in there," and I would cut class to go to band. I would go down there. And I'm like, "Mr. Parisi, I don't have a teacher. You already know." He was like, mm, "As long as you practice," I'm like, "All right," and then so. Um, uh, so that's the, uh, so going back to my mom and dad though. Um, so I did have to take, uh, uh, um, my mom, my mom is, uh, the most patient person in the world. Right. And so to do anything with piano, that's the very first ingredient you need. The very first thing besides love and patience is the same thing. Absolutely the same thing. To love something is to be patient with it. Right. And then so, you know, I've never seen my mom ever really get frazzled. And we've been through some shit, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, uh, uh, being born black and poor in America and then having achieved the status that we have, it's been a wild ride. Um, yeah. And I, ne- I never really seen my mom get frazzled. And it was interesting. because I seen everybody else, me included. And um, I'm just like, what? I'm like, how does she do it? I'm like, it's crazy. And um. Um, and and then so, um, you know, going through piano, you know, and you get you get frustrated a lot. I mean, I used to, but you know, I got over it now. You know what I mean? I'm I, I literally just like, well, I'm, I don't even see her get frustrated. My mom doesn't curse. She don't do anything. My mom just literally wakes up and just like she's the same person every day, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strangest thing. And so, you know, and, and I and the, I took that she was like really, she's really centered and she knows herself and she, you know what I mean? She knows, she knows something as to where she don't let the world bother her, you know what I mean? And then being a musician, you have all these outside forces, you know what I mean? You got haters and you got lovers, you got weird people, all this other shit. And then you're battling your own thoughts, your insecurities, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, and I know everybody's battling them, but she ain't let none of that, ain't none of that ever, ever mess with her. Um, mm-hmm. and then not that I've seen, she did, she has, she hid the shit out of it. You know what I mean? And then so, and then got a couple of that with my dad. Cause he's a super fire brand. Yeah. He's, he's on a thousand 24 seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't, it's, it's, I, it's hard to keep up with him. Um, even now, uh, uh, um, he, uh, I mean, because he does construction and he can build houses. And, you know, he doesn't do it as much these days, but when he's not doing that, he's working on the house, around the house, somebody else's house, helping out cousins, fixing cars. I mean, he's a, he's a hell of a mechanic, too. He fixed the car. I mean, he can pretty much, I've seen my dad do everything under the sun. Um, yeah, and then, so he's always, and then, he's, again, he's always in politics, always literally doing something. From sun, to, from sun up to sun down until he hits the bed. And he's been doing it my entire life, yo. I've never seen him do anything else. I'm just like, how can he keep it up for so long? And then so like mm-hmm. you have these you had these people in front of you who are like doing these crazy things. And I'm just like playing the piano, right? I'm just like, man, well this song is long as shit. I'm like, it's gonna take me about like six months to learn a song, but I literally seen my dad build houses on projects for years. He was on the National mm-hmm. Constitution Center, the engineer National Constitution Center on um, the Scepter uh, Railroad project. I mean, I've seen him do on long-standing projects with these big-ass blueprints. He can draw, his blueprints are amazing. And I see him do these, real, these really intricate things that take long amounts of time, but I got to see how to accomplish those things. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, you know, when I go to my students, you know, they try to learn these sonatas, which are 30 pages sometimes, you know, 30 minute sonatas and you get intimidated immediately. But I never got intimidated hmm. because of my dad. He, my dad never got intimidated by anything. And so he would like, again, tackle these huge big ass projects and everybody <laughs> else be like, well, how the hell are you going to get that done? And it just gets done. And so, You know, I'm sitting there trying to break down these sonatas. I'm like, well, and I quantified it. I'm like, well, if it takes six months, you know, uh, they'll be this far in the project. They'll probably have the roof up. The foundation will be down. Uh, While some minor electrical will be done, things like that. You know what I mean? But I'm like, at that point, you still might have another few months left to build. You know what I mean? Depending on the project. And so mm. I'm like, okay, so let me go a little bit further, you know what I mean? And then it just becomes, yeah, <laughs> like, and this is what I was around. I was around people. It's just it's like, you know, always working or just always calm. And that is the balance of life. Mm. It really is. It's a balance because you're it, playing piano, if you play it too much, it's, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? You can't, you got to step away from it and do other things sometimes.
1: Joshua Jenkins, I feel like I know part of the answer to this next question, but you can answer it <laughs> you like. Uh because you're very uh I can just sense your vibe. Uh we can answer it anyway, any way you like. Who the hell are you?
0: <laughs> Who am I? Oh man, isn't that the question we all ask ourselves, Alan? <laughs> Do you not look in the mirror every day and wonder how the hell you got here? Oh, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? I am first and foremost, if you look at my Instagram at the bottom, if you read the whole uh, um, uh, line of things I have there, it says my second main page. It says that I'm a pianist. It says other things like that. But at the bottom, I left it there for people who are paying attention. And it says servant of the people right and nobody can exist by themselves and then so ironically enough i play my piano last uh at the end of every day and so the very first thing i do is try to get everybody else's stuff out the way and help other people i get that stuff out the way and then I'll go and then I'll play piano at like midnight or something like that. You know what I mean? But again, you know, if I were to say anything, the music is just a little bridge into being, you know, uh, to to really achieve the greater goal of unity and helping each other. You know what I mean? And, and, that's, and, and that's really what drives a lot of it. And so it drives a whole lot of it because music has special powers. And again, I look at the world and it's pretty fucked up, dude. And then, so, you know, we all got to take the little power that we have and use it in the little circles that we have and let it ripple out. You know what I mean? And then, so, you know, first and foremost, you know, we have to help each other. That's that would be, you know, and then I'm a musician is what I would say. And that's what I would hope, you know, the picture would be or people would seem to see or they would see, you know, at the end of the day. You know what I mean, like, yeah, he played, but you know what I mean, that wasn't that wasn't it, you know what I mean and that that's that's actually how it almost is now, I mean, I mean, people call me for everything under the sun i mean i I didn't help like twenty people move this summer, <laughs> Man, nobody paid me. <laughs> You know, I didn't, I didn't uh, help jack up people's cars, fix their blown tires, uh, fix their computers, um, uh, fix their houses, uh, everything under the sun, everything. And that's the stuff that really, you know, nobody, I don't really say anything. I just, it just I just happen. it. It just happens every day just because, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's, but that's first. That's what has to be first in a lot of our lives. And then everything else will start to take shape because again, can't nobody exist by themselves. It's just not, it's not possible. And so once you start trying to exist by yourself or trying to start doing things for yourself, your world starts to shrink and everything starts to get fucked up. You know what I mean? Cause that is not how the universe works. It literally does not work like that. You know what I mean? Everything is dependent upon the next thing or the thing before it. And then so, you know, that's, that's what I would say. All uh-huh. right.